Hi, my name is Deborah Ogden and I would like to welcome you to On Brand With. Through this podcast, I want to bring you into my world of personal brand and impact and hopefully bring it to life through the experiences of me and my guests. Over the coming episodes, I will talk to a range of people I know and admire and ask them about the different ways they use their personal brand, the positive benefits it can bring and what best practice looks like in the real world. So today I'm delighted to welcome Barbara, Barbara Nixon, who is a success and leadership coach. And Barbara and I have many conversations over coffee and talk about all things personal development, leadership, mindset. And so I thought she'd be a really super guest on the podcast today. And Barbara, let's just have one of our conversations. Oh, yes, let's. Thank you so much for having me. So now I'm really excited. We're going to have a good cuppa and a chat. Absolutely. <laughs> and to start it off, I'd well, I'd like to talk about how you've got to where you are now, your own personal oh, brand, a... your move from corporate to running your own business and working with people. But I'd just like to start with something that I saw on Facebook this mm-hmm. morning that you'd posted in your group about movies and as well tell me what it was about it was about um me and my husband have a bit of a theory that everybody's got a two favorite movies a favorite movie that you tell everybody that doesn't embarrass you and then a secret favorite movie that is actually a real favorite movie so we were having this conversation last night and I'm not going to tell you what his is because it'd absolutely kill me um (laughs) but I thought it'd be interesting to see what everybody else's was so what's yours? Oh, well, um, my favourite movie that I tell everybody is um, A League of Their Own with... Do you remember the baseball film where they've got women in baseball in, in I think it was World War Two. If you've not watched no. it, Deborah, you need to I'm watch it. It's got Madonna check. in it. Oh, right, OK. I think Gina Davis is in it. It's quite oh, a good, yes. yeah, yeah. It's good film. And then my real favourite film is Back to the Future 2, which is a bit of a controversial <laughs> one because... Everybody tells me it's the worst of the Back to the Futures, but I love it. There you go. There, yeah, and whenever it's on, I have to watch it because it's the law. Um, is that your Christmas film then? No, my Christmas film is Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, you see, there's a, a full full array. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Muppets Christmas Carol is very close to my heart because when I went into labour with my first daughter... And you know, you stay at home and, and you wait for the, you know, the day, the, 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 day, moment. the, the <laughs> moment where you really do need to go to hospital. And this was April and my partner at the time thought it was a really good idea to distract me by putting the DVD of Muppets Christmas Carol on, <laughs> even though we were in April. So that kind of, yeah, I just remember that moment and, and singing all the songs whilst I was, <laughs> I was actually in labour. <laughs> now, by contrast... I was watching highlights of the Tour de France. (laughs) So whenever I hear the sound music to the highlights of the Tour de France. So the reason I I asked you about this is two things. I think the things that we love, be it art, culture, books, music, say so much about our identity. Mm -hmm. So there's that side of it. But you talk about mindset and, and leadership. And the one thing about personal branding is about being authentic 
yet we all have our true favourite one yeah. and then the one that has been sanitised that is okay to fit yeah. our brand. And I, I thought that was a lovely, mm-hmm. a lovely mix of it. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. There's, we have to, you have to be a, at a place where you're happy to share, you know, and I think it takes a while to get to that point and just kind of keep revealing the parts of you that you think, actually, I'm okay with sharing that now. Um, so, yeah, and you were, you were talking about Holiday as well, weren't you? Yeah, so one of my favourite films, and I'm quite open about this, I quite often share this when I'm speaking, is The Holiday mm-hmm. with Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. And that's my favourite Christmas movie yeah. as well. Oh, and Jude Law. Jude oh, Law, yeah. how could I forget Jude Law? And there's a lovely line in that where uh, Kate Winslet is talking to the old film producer and he says there are two types of people. There is the lady... I can't even say it, the leading lady. And then there's the best friend. And he says, you know, you're playing the best friend and you should be the leading lady. And I often use this as a... Um, an anecdote when talk when I'm when I'm speaking, but also working one to one, particularly with women, not just with women, because how often, from an identity point of view, do we see ourselves as the best friend rather than mm-hmm. the one that should be stepping up and owning it? Yeah, and it's so true, isn't it? And I can completely relate to that because in work, I'd probably say that I feel like the best friend. Um, but in my personal life, I feel like the leading lady. So it's quite it's quite strange how we wear these different hats. Absolutely, and I think it's that um, it's that self image. So mm. it's how we see ourselves, which then impacts on how other people see us, because it's yeah. what we project, isn't it? It is. But also, it depends on what what we're doing. Um, and the reason I I kind of pick the best friend in with my work hat on is because of the nature of of my job. So I spend an awful lot of time working one-to-one and coaching and mentoring um, people. So I I'm, I put myself in a support capacity. So it's all about them. It's all about me doing everything that I can to lift them up and, and hold them accountable and challenge them, etc. So in that respect, it's right for me to be the best friend. Uh, whereas at home in my personal life, I think, yeah, it's 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 okay to, to kind of step up or, or just sidestep to that leading lady. Okay, so... I get the best friend and that supporting role, but what about you as a business owner? Mm. And I know that we're both going through this journey of um, changing the way we run our businesses and looking more to work online. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I found quite challenging is putting my work out there and being brave and not worrying what other people think because... I believe in what I'm doing and I know my clients do, so it's about getting it out there. Do you think there's more of a, a switch there where you have to go into leading lady? and? and... Oh, absolutely, you do. Um, but it takes real courage, doesn't it? And you have to really be brave, especially when you've been so visible and everything's so visible nowadays. It's very, very hard to hide. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, it's, it's about just being brave, about stepping up with confidence and knowing that whatever you're saying is is helping at least one person. That's kind of... I remember years ago, and I don't know whether um, you did this, but I used to listen to Terry Wogan on radio too. Do you, yes, do, you yeah. do that? Um, and one thing that he used to say was that he always just talked to one person. And I remember vividly thinking at the time, wow, what a great thing to do because he doesn't have to worry about impacting millions of people or yeah. or being having stage fright, for instance, because he's just talking to one person and that's easy to do, isn't it? 
And so when I'm going online and doing any videos or sharing content that in my head, I follow that rule that I'm just talking to that one person and that one person needs what I'm saying right now. Absolutely. And also we can't please everybody. No, we can't. And you know, when you're talking about a great brand, it's that Marmite, people will, will buy into it, but also there'll be people that, that walk away. Yeah. And that's okay. It's all right. But again, it takes courage to just get to that point, doesn't it? Especially if you might have had criticism or any kind of judgment. Again, it's easy for that to happen online, isn't it? Um, but it's just, like you said, just accepting it and knowing that it just comes part and parcel and that you're not going to be everybody everybody's cup of tea. There's somebody for them and that's all right. And you're going to just focus on the people that need you right now. Absolutely. I um, I'm just thinking about that, that leading lady and that best friend and I think there's there's that identity the the dual identity in all of us and it's about knowing when to bring which person to bring to the party yeah yeah completely so and that's a really interesting point actually about how you know and I think it's just about gut instincts just like in any situation in life isn't it about thinking right what is the right situation what is the right hat that I've got now that I need to put on and, and being able to flex it, because I often get asked, especially people who are in more of a, a sales environment, they say, should I be like a chameleon? Should I be flexing my brand or changing my brand? And I would say, well, you know, it, it's it's not, it's certainly not about blending in, but it's about being yourself. Mm. But it's just like a dial, you sort of dial it up or dial it down, depending on the situation and Part of the challenge is that self-awareness, that emotional intelligence, which some people have more of than mm-hmm. others, but being able to tune into that and tune into the other person so that you know what that situation needs. Yeah. Um, it, you got me thinking, actually, about um, part of my journey, certainly running my own business and stepping out from corporate, has been really kind of tuning into what, what feels good for me and... and, and and playing with different parts of me, if you like, yeah, you know, if you understand what I mean, yeah, yeah and absolutely. what fits. And I've certainly found in recent um, times that when I'm completely myself and completely authentic and bring my whole self to the table, and yes, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, and yes, you're going to obviously build rapport with that person and, and flex a little bit, mm. but that's when the magic happens yeah. because you're feeling completely comfortable, you know, people then feel comfortable as a result of that because they're feeding off your energy and that's where you can get the results that you want. You know, I'm thinking about our own, the, the, when we first met mm-hmm. and I think we were introduced on uh, within a business group, somebody was looking for a, mm-hmm, um, you right. were looking for yeah. a personal brand person for your um, work and somebody recommended us and we had a coffee mm-hmm. And actually, our conversation went very deep, very quickly. It did. Yeah, it did. So we've not known each other that long, but I feel that I can be totally open with you mm-hmm. and we support each other in our, our conversations. And I think that gut instinct of knowing when it's safe to... Yes. And creating like that. that safe space for somebody yeah. is just so important, isn't it? Regardless of how deep the conversation goes, even if it's just chatting about the kids or chatting about the weather, it's some people find that really difficult. So it's important to just 
give people a space where they can just chat if they want to yeah make that connection yeah so you've just talked there about your your journey so you were in corporate I was world so yeah for 12 years so I worked um for two big retailers um and I worked for seven years we're both um in people development positions Mm -hmm. so training manager position so seven years with one company and five years with another and after five years in 2010 at the start well I think we were kind of in the recession it was a kind of deep in the recession at that Mm. point I decided that that was the time that I was going to leave my relatively safe job as safe as it could be and start my own business um so that was an interesting conversation when I went home and told (laughs) yeah my other half that this is what was happening was it something you'd always had in the back of your mind running your own business it was always on my bucket list Mm -hmm. but I didn't know when it was going to be I didn't know um I just I, I just trusted that it had kind of progress at the right time and and one day I just knew it was that, that was the time was there a catalyst or what nothing, nothing really I mean I'd had I'd had my youngest daughter I mean she's now 11 but at the time she was probably about um 18 months and with my older two I'd worked full time and I, I I enjoyed that and you know I, I didn't do the school run and my mum supported me and this time round I thought I actually I want to have a different experience mm-hmm. not a better one not you know just different and um and I wanted to create a life where I was just a lot more f- flexible and and had freedom yeah and freedom was one of and has always been one of my values yes and it, it was suddenly this realization that I, I didn't have the freedom that I wanted at that moment in my life so I needed to create something else that's really interesting from an identity point of view though as well isn't it because one of the things um I often think about when we're talking about values is my identity as a mother is very much part of who I am Mm -hmm. why I have the business um you know I talk about Oscar quite freely when I'm presenting and that hasn't always been the case. Yeah. Um, that took bravery in my eyes because if I was going to be, and I'm, I'm a little bit ashamed to share this, but if I was going to be a proper businesswoman, then you know I shouldn't be going to the school gates and I shouldn't mm-hmm. be having time off to finish at three o'clock so I could be there to pick him up. And I realised very quickly that I wasn't empowering anybody by having this attitude to mm. it and therefore now I embrace it and that's who I am and and if people don't buy into that then as you say there's somebody else for them yeah and that's it's lovely to to hear that because I had the same journey really and I remember quite early on in my my first business and um and I'd left corporate and I, so I had an emergency with the kids. I got, I don't know, somebody was probably poorly or needed picking up. And so I had to cancel one of my clients. And I thought, I was sat there for about 10 minutes going, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And then I thought, they're people. What on earth? You know, and I phoned them up and I said, I'm really sorry. I've got my, my child's poorly and I'm going to go pick them up from school. So I can't, I can't meet you today. Yeah. And in my head, I'd completely catastrophized it. You know, oh, they're going to fire me and all the rest of it. And they just went, all right, yeah, well, I'll see you whenever. Just let me know when the well, and I hope everything's all right. And it was, it was, you know, nothing. But in that moment, I realized, one, I had to embrace the reason why I was doing this. Yeah. And I've always stayed true to that. And two, everybody's just a person. 
Yes. We're all just a person. We all go home at the end of the day. Yeah. And we all have families and we all have life and we all just watch box sets and do normal stuff. And why are we not talking about that? Well, you know, I was listening to, I know we were going through our favourite podcasts earlier and um, I was listening to Mary Portas and she was saying that how many people leave their personality at home and she knows so many great fathers, brothers, sons and yet they're not great leaders because Mm -hmm. they leave that emotional side at home and and she did actually she was talking about men in in this um I'm not just generalizing this Mm -hmm. she did actually um talk about it in in that context but I think there is a level that you bring to work you know nobody wants everybody to overshare but that emotion allows that connection oh completely and if you think how do we build up trust Mm, so naturally we build trust by looking for somebody who's like ourselves so whether that's like in the same football team or whether that's that we've gone to the same school or we we know the same person that's what our brain is naturally looking for and when you block everything out we've got nothing to go on no so we need to feed people at least something that they can go ah that's somebody like me so i can i can trust them even a little bit you know make that connection make a little bit of a connection and i completely agree with you it's we can get conditioned at at work you know that we have to be a certain way and be uber professional you know Mm, really professional and and what does that look like but actually we can just we can soften the edges a little bit yeah it's a little bit leading lady yeah yeah, completely yeah completely it's it's just recognizing that identity Mm -hmm. and so so you've said about freedom being one of your values so do you think about that when you're making big decisions in your business? I do think about that because when I don't follow my values, um, it doesn't feel right. You know, it just feels like I've gone off course, like I'm I'm um, not being authentic, like I'm pretending and I don't want to feel like that. Um, so if, if I do kind of find myself in that position, I'd go back to my values and bring myself back on track. So yes, absolutely. So I would, it wouldn't be right for me to, to kind of take up a, a, an opportunity that would would hem me in a little bit, you know, yeah. that would take up all my time because I'd be losing that that element of freedom that I really need. And is that something that you've learned to do since you've worked for yourself to listen to that? Well, recognize those values because so many people. When they're talking about their brand, people tend to be looking at the tactics of how I get it out there, but you need that authenticity, you need those values, that vision, exactly know who you Mm. are. Is that something that you've learnt as you've progressed in your career, you've grown older, (laughs) wiser? Yeah, I think all of that. I think uh, it's part of the work that I do. So I do that work Mm. with other people, so it's important to do it yourself. But also, it's I was very conscious that I wanted to be happy. Um, it was so important to me. So, so if I'm happy, and if my and I talk something that I talk about all the time is filling my own cup and leading yourself first. And I'm so yeah. passionate about that because often, and this is not just women, but you know we see it a lot in women, but mm-hmm. it's not just women where we we focus on everybody else first. So we, and we put ourselves at the bottom of our own pecking order. Mm-hmm. 
So everybody, the children, your other half, your family, your parents, your clients, everybody gets a piece of you first. And then even filling the dishwasher, you know, I, I had this conversation with somebody the other day. Uh, a friend of mine, and she says, we were on the phone, she went, oh, I'll just, I'll phone you back in a minute, I'll just fill the dishwasher. I went, no, no, sit down now for a minute, and, you know, that can wait for just two minutes. Um, so everything comes before your needs, but if you're not filling your own cup, then you've no energy, you've no, you've nothing to spread. No. Um, so when I, as I've been progressing through my business journey, happiness was right there at the top, because if I'm happy, the kids are happy. My husband's happy, yeah. you know, the my clients are happy and I'm able to spread that easier, spread that easier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't become a chore. And that comes back to your mindset mm. because if you're happy, then you, you communicate that. Yeah. So I know you do a lot of work very successfully uh, with people on mindset mm-hmm. and one of the things I'd just like to chat about a little bit is how identity change that changes mm. that mindset. So we touched on it before, but how you know the, the phrase imposter syndrome has become so very much common parlance mm-hmm. in business speak, and lots of very high profile people come forward and said that they suffer from it, they experience it, and I know it's something that you've been doing a lot of work around mm-hmm. with with your clients. So tell me a little bit more about, you know, how you feel imposter syndrome, mindset, oh, I think, sit together. I think mindset is absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. And if we don't work on it and do the inner work, you know, it can really kind of impact absolutely everything that you, you're doing. Yeah. And the one thing that frustrates me, frustrated is the right word, that um, part of my mission, if you like, is to support people to achieve their potential because we're only here for such a short amount of time aren't we so and we've all got so much to give it's 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 not right for people to hold themselves back and be their own biggest block there are so many other blocks in the world isn't it so many other things that can come and and get in our way we shouldn't be the one that's that's doing that for ourselves have you heard the i'd read somewhere a few weeks ago the definition of hell is somebody showing you what your life could have been. Oh, can if you, you imagine? And that actually makes me feel oh, a little bit sick. It I makes. I've it. not heard that quote, but crikey, can you imagine if you got to the end and somebody went, right, let's just watch this video. If you weren't the one that held you back or if you said no or you said yes if instead of no. If you just made a different just, decision. Yeah, or oh. you just be, were braver mm. and didn't wow. second guess yourself. This is what it could have been. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch that video, would you? That'd just be awful. Um, but we need that in the back of our mind. Yeah, and also having somebody like yourself, I mean, I, you know, ob- oh, not obviously because it, it's something that people challenge, but as a coach, I have a coach because it's about somebody challenging you because we do all have that little voice oh, in yeah. our head sometimes. Completely. And one of the um, real pleasures of my job is to push somebody when they're ready to be pushed. You know, when they when I see somebody getting in their own way and it's just a matter of actually, come on, you know, you can absolutely do yeah. this. Let's let's do it. I've got your back. Yeah, and, and then seeing the results at the other side, seeing yes. them cross that bridge, phoning me up, texting me, going, oh my God. Do you see the amazing. light bulb? Come on. Oh, I do, I do. And you, that never gets dull, does it? No, no. 
never gets special dull. magic moment. It really is lovely. But sharing the end result where they go, thank you for pushing me, you know, and just spotting when it is. That sometimes, you know, people need to take the time, which is fine. But spotting when somebody's getting in their own way and going, you know, let's just nudge you on a little bit. Let's Do you think that's, that's a gift that you have, that intuitive knowing how to, to spot it in somebody, but then how to unlock it? Oh, that's a, I don't know whether it's... I've always kind of been that person. Mm. Even when I was little, I was always the person that would be cheering everybody else on and spotting when somebody wasn't ready to take the leap and helping yeah. them. So I remember vividly lots of different situations in my childhood where I do that. I wouldn't call it a gift. I'd probably... I don't know. I think it's probably something that I've just grown you know and I've just developed over the years Uh, and I'm just so fortunate that it's part of my everyday life I don't think it's something that everybody has no I don't know but um again I've not even thought about it it's something that comes natural naturally to me and funnily enough I often say to people don't discard the things that come easily because not everybody can do it yeah yeah exactly and I think that's one of the things Mm. as a coach that you can see it in somebody else Mm -hmm. but you can't necessarily see it in yourself because it does become does come naturally yeah yeah and it's remembering that not everybody's like us so or you know like yourself because I have this when I'm talking to people who are more introverted and I'll say well you know it's about the small talk it's about the conversations the building trust but actually for some people that's incredibly difficult yeah completely and it comes back down to what we're saying about creating that safe space for people. And people share as much as they want to share, and that's okay. Absolutely, uh, yeah. yeah. So what does... I know you've got some exciting plans for 2020. Mm-hmm. So tell me about what's coming up for you. Oh, all sorts are coming up. But yeah, it's, um, 2020 is going to be a good year. So last year, we... I say we, it's me, I, um, had run a a five-day challenge quite a few times throughout the year, which was a five-day smash your own ceiling challenge, all about the the simple things that you can be doing to improve your mindset. So we're going to be doing that again in the new year and um, running my programme, which is smash your own ceiling. um, And that's where we get together online and again, share tips and tricks on how to keep pushing that comfort zone. Just to step out of fear or to get comfortable with fear, really zoning on improving your mindset and making that a daily practice rather than just once in a blue moon. And is that a group? People, it is a group yeah. program, so people can and can join as a group online, and then we work to get through it together. So you're supporting other people, yeah, and it's lovely. I suppose it's that little moment that we're talking about as as a group when you see other people. You're encouraging other people but you can be inspired by them as well oh completely I think people gain as much from the other people in the group as they do from me which is so powerful for me to observe and when I see people again understanding the the benefit and the value of making looking at their mindset a daily practice just like brushing your teeth um rather than just a one-hit wonder every so often, and just learn simple, simple ways that you can do that. I'm all about making things as simple as possible so that you'll actually do it and put it into action. So, putting you on the spot here, (laughs) if there was one thing, so as I say, we all have our little voice in our head, but what's the one thing that you do if you are having a a bad day? What's Mm -hmm. the one thing you do if you wouldn't mind sharing with everybody that just flicks the switch, that switch 
in your mindset? Well, I always say plan for that moment. Mm -hmm. So have something in your hypothetical back pocket that you know will kind of raise that frequency. Just dial that up a little bit. And, and even if it just distracts you for a moment. So it could be having a fantastic song on your... I was going to say, do you use music? I, I use music, but also the most powerful thing for me that I do every day without fail is going for a walk. Yes. So I take the dog for a walk. I go into the woods. I, and I'm just, I just wander. You know, I just wander. I let my mind wander. And I enjoy being in nature. And by the time I get back to the home, I feel completely different. So that's my absolute daily practice. But if it was kind of an emergency thing and I thought, you know, if I was out and about and I was having a bad day, yeah, straight on my phone, I've got um, what I call a high vibe playlist, which yeah. is full of my best songs that just make you want to dance. Is that like your films? There's the yeah, one, yeah. There's the yeah. secret ones that you really <laughs> yeah. love, but then there's the slightly cooler tracks. Uh, yeah, well, I don't have any cool tracks at all. <laughs> I'm just completely embarrassing when it comes to my high vibe stuff. I think the coolest thing I've got on there is Little Mix. Um, but <laughs> even my daughter at 11, she'd go, that's just so yesterday, mum. Get yeah. with it, mum. I, <laughs> I tell you, well, I, I was going to tell you what my actual one is, but I don't know whether I want to share that much information. Oh, go on. <laughs> okay, go on. I'll tell you. And you'll look at me weird. You might never look at me in the same way again, I think. Go on. Video killed the radio. Oh, I love that I song. love it. What a great song. <laughs> See, I knew we were kindred spirits. I love it too. Yeah, my husband kind of looks at me a bit weird every time I put it on, but I, it's just ace. Trevor Horn and the Buggles, is that right? Yes, and it's it's just, I don't know, it just brings me back to... We've probably ha taken everybody yeah. back about Yeah, go look it up. If you're, if you're younger than us, which, yeah, go look it up. Go, yeah, you'll love it. Put it on Brilliant. your high-vibe playlist. I'm going to have a play on the way home now. <laughs> so where can people find you? Instagram? Okay. Yes, I'm on Instagram. I'm Barbara underscore, I think there's two underscores, and then Nixon. You can find me on uh, Facebook and Barbara Nixon Growing Leaders. My website, which is barbaranixon.co.uk, but I'm most active on LinkedIn and I'm just under Barbara Nixon there. So come and find me. I'm posting daily on LinkedIn and I'm always open for new connections and just a natter and a chat. Super. Thank you so much for sharing and um, telling us about your music and your <laughs> movie choices. And for being the best friend, but I think you're a great leading oh, lady as well, you. Barbara. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. I'd love you to join in the conversation as well, and the best way to do that is through social media. I can be found on Instagram and Twitter at do underscore impact. And if you'd like to sign up to my newsletter or know more about my work, please go to my website at deborahogden.com. Tune in for further episodes and please subscribe and share with your colleagues and friends if you've enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for listening to On Brand With. It was hosted by Deborah Ogden and produced by me, Anthony Short. This has been an A Short Stories production. <laughs>